This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 492, Don't Quit Without Asking for What You Want, by Ramit Sethi of I'llTeachYouToBeRich.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Hello, old friend, and I say old because OLD stands for Optimal Living Daily. Welcome back to the show where I simply read to you every single day, including weekends and holidays, to help you live a more optimized, meaningful life. And today features a very popular blog, I Will Teach You To Be Rich. It's often narrated on Optimal Finance Daily, but sometimes Ramit talks about general life optimizing like today's content. So with that, let's hear his post as we optimize your life. Don't Quit Without Asking for What You Want by Ramit Sethi of I'llTeachYouToBeRich.com Indian people don't give a damn about set prices in stores. They are masters at getting deals almost anywhere. In my quest for bargaining, I vanquish department stores, car dealers, and landlords but the one place I haven't been able to bargain with is McDonald's. To me, their golden arches represent the ultimate aspiration to strike a deal with the very symbol of America, bridging east and west, and getting a free cheeseburger in the process. Anyway, until that day, maybe I can share some of my thoughts about quitting. I'm talking about quitting from a job or giving up on getting a raise or being resigned to cold fries. Morning, this essay is not just about jobs. That's just an example. It's about quitting anything. I have to put this warning in for people who have been emailing me taking my previous posts a little too literally. Anyway, the reason I'm interested in this is that a bunch of my friends just got jobs and within a few weeks, a couple of them are already unhappy. It's the money, the commute, the work, all the stuff you'd imagine. Being unhappy at a job in the first weeks isn't too shocking. It's probably happened to all of us, but I'm surprised by their response. They are planning very seriously to quit right after the holidays. What the hell, I asked them, using even more choice expletives that I'd rather not have my mom read on this site. And this is what they told me. I'm just not happy, so I'm going to quit. And two is enough to be a disturbing trend to me. I don't think we should quit without asking for what we want. Every good boss wants you to stay at your job. If it would just take a few dollars extra per week, most bosses would happily pay you. One of my friends, for example, was unhappy about having to pay the toll every day for her commute, a very understandable complaint. But she didn't tell her boss about this, who I guarantee would have moved heaven and earth if he'd known an employee was close to leaving. $6 per day is nothing to companies. There's a right way to bring this up too. You need to tell your manager two things, what you're unhappy about and what you need to make it better. As a manager, there's nothing worse than someone who says, I hate my team, and then stares blankly at you. What do you want me to do? Tell them what you're not satisfied with and then what your suggestion is for fixing it. You have more leverage than you think. When I wrote about negotiating with banks, I noted how banks' customer acquisition cost is over $350, meaning they don't want to lose you over nickels and dimes. Now think about your job. Can you guess how much your company spent recruiting you? Here's the answer. Companies spend around six thousand dollars recruiting the average college candidate. No, that's not a typo. And that number isn't just Stanford or Harvard students. It's everyone. Think about this. Think about how much leverage you have and how far companies will go to keep you. Six dollars for your commute or whatever is nothing. Bottom line, managers aren't stupid. It's much cheaper and easier to give you small enticements and keep you happy rather than sending you packing, which just creates more work for them but you have to ask. But Ramit, number one, 
You say $6 is nothing. Maybe that's true for your fancy pants technology companies, but I work for a small, poor nonprofit and they can't spare any money. You are wrong. Well, everything you say may be true, but my response is simple. Have you asked? We love to make assumptions, but the truth is that you have to measure the $6 in terms of how much your nonprofit will lose if you quit. Recruiting costs, training costs, costs for stupid mistakes of the new person, etc. versus your paltry $6 a day. Maybe you're right, maybe I'm right, who knows? Certainly not you until you ask. Number two, I'm really unhappy at my job and it's been two years. I know nothing is going to change, so I'm going to quit. Well, okay, two years is a long time, but whether you're unhappy on the first day or the second year, the point is still the same. You need to tell your manager two things, what you're unhappy about and what you want to change. And if nothing changes, then maybe it is time to think about another place. Number three, I don't think my workplace would give me these special perks because nobody else is getting them. That is a very fair point. Besides your needing to check by asking your manager, this raises a whole bunch of issues about perks. I might write a whole other essay about this, but the bottom line is this. To expect any unusual perks, you better be very, very good at your job. But Ramit, you might say, I just started two weeks ago. This starts before you're hired. It starts in the way you get your job, through the front door or through a trusted contact, the way you negotiate for your salary. Did you negotiate? Which is even more important than whether you were successful or not etc. Just remember the main point. It almost never, ever hurts to ask if you are polite and respectful and approach it as a constructive process that you can both work together to find a solution to. You just listened to the post titled Don't Quit Without Asking for What You Want by Ramit Sethi of I'llTeachYouToBeRich.com. It's kind of funny. I'm Indian American. That is, my parents immigrated from India when my mom was 18 years old. I was born in Orange County, California, actually in a hospital just a couple miles from here. By the way, my mom drove herself to the hospital when she was having me. Back then, they didn't have Lyft and Uber drivers ready to go. Anyway, so my mom, she's from India, and I really look up to her negotiation skills. She's really good at it. It's like Ramit said, it's simply a cultural thing because it's much more common to bargain on many, many different things over there than what we do here. So yeah, I'm terrible at negotiating. I get nervous, but my mom is pretty good at it. And sort of related, not really, one of my mom's friends, someone who she went to school with, also immigrated here, and her son is someone I grew up with and have known since he was born. Well, his friend is doing something that I think is worth mentioning here on the podcast. His friend is Ian Chan, and he's running 52 marathons this year, one a week, to raise money for a nonprofit called Schools on Wheels. They're doing great things here in Southern California. It's exactly what it sounds like. They're helping homeless children with backpacks, school supplies, tutoring, mentorship, and more. So he's running a marathon every week to help raise funds and awareness about Schools on Wheels. All the money goes to that nonprofit. So to learn more about Schools on Wheels, Ian, and see some pictures, and to contribute, I've created a short link. It's simply oldpodcast.com slash run, since he's running a lot. Again, that's oldpodcast.com slash run. It'd be awesome if you could check it out, contribute, and or share the page with others. Again, all the money goes straight back into the nonprofit. And I hope you're having a great weekend. Tomorrow will be Minimalist Monday with The Minimalist, actually. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. 
Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.